0: The Lakers are on their way to winning. Den- Portland has beat Denver. And so we are going to wrap this up. And the- as ch- We're joined now by Tim LaCombe and Jake Scott. The Jazz will be the one seed. The Suns are the two seed. The three seed will be the Denver Nuggets. The Clippers will be the four seed. The Dallas Mavericks will be the five seed. The Portland Trailblazers mm-hmm. are the six seed. The L.A. Lakers are the seven seed. The Golden State Warriors are eight in the playing game. Memphis is nine and San Antonio is ten. So the L.A. teams that everybody's been so worried about can only meet in the Western Conference Finals. If they both get there, unless
1: unless the Lakers fall to eight, unless the
0: Lakers fall to the Warriors and then they go to eight. And then all of a sudden the Jazz have to go through the Lakers, the Clippers in the first two rounds of the playoffs. Oof. Things did not break perfectly for the Jazz tonight.
2: So, Tim, we didn't have this figured out yesterday, did we?
3: Uh, yeah, we did. I thought oh, we different. said this very thing, didn't we, Booner?
2: Yeah, we sure did.
3: On, Can't uh, prove it any different. Uh, 15, <laughs> Whole 15 <laughs> on whole the green. Hole 15, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I, that's all well and good what you said, David, but can you explain the Euro foul once and for all?
0: I, I, you know, Ron <laughs> just told me about it.
3: Okay. We laughed about that yesterday as well. Um, man, I just don't know how else you, I mean, the Jazz had to, they just played it. it obviously, they've always kind of just played it. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm excited the fact that they're going to have the home court advantage. I really do think that's going to be big. Uh, like you said, 13,000 people in here going crazy. Uh, people be excited, but it, it's definitely going to be, <laughs> it's going to be an interesting, tough road. But they always are. I mean, you got to beat people to, to get there.
0: You know, I've said the whole time I thought the one seed was really important. One of the reasons I think the one seed's super important is whoever the Jazz play will have played two games last week, next week. Yeah. Like, whoever the Jazz play on Sunday will have played on Wednesday and Friday.
3: That's right. They'll be. With no
0: prep time. Like, the Jazz really have a huge advantage going into game one. Now, we'll see what the schedule does. If they get a bunch of rest before game two, that'd be unfortunate. But it'll be interesting to see.
3: Yeah, I'm just uh, amazing as you go through all the different things during the year. It's just been a, it's been an un- unbelievably special season in a very uh, crammed together season and very weird season. But man, you got to be proud of this team, the coaching staff, management, everything. It's just uh, amazing year, and I'm excited to see what the playoffs bring.
0: It's just not an easy thing to have the best record in the entire no. league. I mean, it's just really remarkable.
3: Absolutely
1: remarkable. All right. Next, uh, next time we're talking to you guys, uh, it will be after Sunday playoff game one. I'm pretty About certain it's
0: Sunday. I mean, it hasn't been announced yet, but um, I'm pretty certain we'll see everybody play game. My understanding is that everybody will play game one and two. Um, something could have changed, but that's my understanding, and I'm certain we wouldn't play Saturday with the game uh, taking place the day before on Friday. So. Um, so we shall see. Maybe we're not getting the schedule tonight, but Charlotte, Indiana, it's on TNT, followed by Washington, Boston, San Antonio, Memphis, followed by Golden State, LA. We could have some really different TV ratings on the playing games coming in here.
3: I think I'm going to watch that Laker-Warrior game. That looks pretty so? good.
0: You think we,
3: we can mark watch. our
0: schedules out for Wednesday night at... Uh, Eight o'clock hour time is something we're probably all going to be sitting down to watch television and watch play every play.
3: Might be better than the Indiana Charlotte. Yeah, game. I will not be watching the Indiana Charlotte. Game. Nor the Grizzlies or Spurs.
0: Well, that one's actually pretty important to us, also, because.
3: Yeah, yeah, but we'll take it as it comes.
0: Oh, I'll watch that. I'll watch
3: both those. All right, tell me how it goes. All right, see you. <laughs> see you guys. All right. Regular season
1: in the books. The Jazz win. They uh, seal the deal with the best record in the NBA, 121 ninety We'll break it down coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe, and the Utah Jazz finish... The regular season with the best record outright for the first time in franchise history. The Jazz beat the Sacramento Kings tonight 121 to 99 and uh, are the number one seed going into the playoffs in the Western Conference. Remarkable.
3: We're number one. We're not. See, I said I wanted to do that. I just did it once. So. That's all right. Sorry. I knew Gordon would be mad. I cheered. He but. would be. But hey, none, uh, nobody. I don't even think the most. Homerish of jazz fan
1: would have uh, predicted finishing uh, number one.
3: You, know, you think of the way the season finished last year and then all the uncertainty this year. Uh, I don't know that anybody could have predicted that Mike Conley would come back and play as well as he did. Um, and the way the team really kind of functioned together right, right from the start was, was awesome. But it, it has been a, a great year to watch. I love the style, play, the style of play. Um, the unselfishness. Uh, but then, you know, there's different pieces on this team that can do different things. And uh, that has has definitely helped the Jazz win games all year long.
1: Uh, just this game in particular, although the the overall playoff picture, I have a feeling might uh, dominate more of the converse, uh, conversation tonight. But Jordan Clarkson had an unbelievable game. Thirty three points, 11 of 20 shooting, six of 12 from three, three assists and two rebounds. Clarkson was really, really good. Um Bogdanovich finished the game with 18 tonight. Rudy with 13, 16, and 2. <laughs> and, and get this, Rudy, plus
3: 36 tonight. Plus 36. In 28 minutes. So he, is he the league leader in plus minus, I believe, yes, for the season? Mm-hmm. Pretty amazing. Just, to, you know, that's the other thing is he had a, uh, like a historic year, maybe one of the best offensive years in history, and we just sat here and watched every game of it like it was nothing.
1: All right. Coming up next. Uh, well, with that, I suppose we will say goodnight to our uh, our uh, network stations. Our next broadcast is Sunday, likely. Wish what we it could give like. you more of a a firm answer on that, but uh, likely on Sunday. For those of you sticking around with us, we'll uh, we'll look around the rest of the NBA, give you those results, and and lay out the seating in the Western conferences. Uh, we'll talk playoff basketball and possible matchups coming up right around the corner. Your final tonight from Sacramento, Jazz beat the Kings 121 to 99 right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night postgame show. Jake Scott, Tim Lacombe with you. It's brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. Jazz win tonight, one twenty-one ninety-nine over the Sacramento Kings. They finished the season fifty-two and twenty, the NBA's best record. The first time in franchise history, the Jazz have done that. Coach, uh, let's go through um, the the rest of the results for tonight, and we have we have standings. We have final standings in the Western Conference. Um, the relevant games: The Timberwolves uh, beat the Mavericks tonight, one thirty-six to one twenty-one. Lakers beat the Pelicans, one ten to ninety-eight. In uh, in what is just got to be an embarrassment to basketball, the Thunder beat the Clippers somehow, one seventeen to one twelve. Did you hear David
3: say they hadn't won a game? or back-to-back games, or what was the comment? No, the, since April, they'd won one game since April 1st. Yeah, something like that. Unbelievable. Win, win tonight when and the they Clippers. Win. So the Clippers lose to Houston and Oklahoma City in the final two.
1: Jeez. Uh, the Blazers beat the Nuggets 132-116, to 116, and then, of course, the Jazz beat the Kings 121-99. to 99. We knew Phoenix beat San Antonio earlier in the day. Uh, Obviously, that kept the heat up on the Jazz to to win the game tonight. So here's your final Western Conference standings. Jazz uh, 1, Phoenix 2, Denver, and the Clippers uh, finish in a tie for 3-4, but the Clippers have, or excuse me, the Nuggets have the tiebreaker. So it'll be Denver 3, Clippers 4, Dallas Portland and the Lakers all finish tied at 42 and 30. Dallas has the tiebreaker, so they're in the fifth seed. Portland in the sixth, the Lakers in the seventh, Golden State eight, Memphis nine, Spurs ten. Meaning the Jazz, uh, the, the play in scenario will go down on Wednesday, and it will be the Lakers versus the Warriors and the Grizzlies versus the Spurs. The winner of the Lakers Warriors will be the seventh seed and play Phoenix. The loser will play the winner of the Grizzlies-Spurs matchup for the eighth seed, who will take on the Utah Jazz. So you have the Jazz against someone, the the Suns against someone, the Nuggets, uh, the Nuggets will take on the Blazers, and the Clippers will take on the Mavericks.
3: Now, who is it going to be? Who are those someones going to be? And that's what we'll find out this week. But uh, the Jazz are in a good spot. Uh, I think, like David said, the— uh, the real advantage to one, you don't know who you're going to play, but those teams are going to have to play two games and then get ready for a season, or excuse me, a, a series. Um, and unlike the bubble where everybody's just going to stay put, they'll have to fly to Salt Lake in a rabid crowd, and that's going to be the differentiator, you know, uh, that the Jazz have earned.
1: You know, it, tonight really wasn't. If you're looking at the overall road the Jazz would have to uh, to take to go to the playoffs, tonight was not a good night because getting the Clippers in the second round is not terrific, and there's still the possibility that the Jazz get the Lakers in the first, which I think would be worst-case scenario. I know everybody's uh, super fired up about Golden State and how Steph Curry's playing right now, but I think I think if he gave the Jazz truth serum, they'd much rather see the Warriors than the Lakers. I mean, unless you've got inside info that LeBron is, is really not right, which he played tonight, by the way, and looked like he was doing just fine. So, um, yeah,
3: I, I would guess Jazz fans would be rooting – to get the Warriors out of those two. I, I certainly would. You know, I know, like you say, Curry's playing great. Um, but the Jazz really played terrific basketball the night that they lost there but didn't have Donovan. I mean, that's the piece that we're, we're missing, a huge piece. And I just think that LeBron and AD in the playoffs, uh, I, not that you don't you won't play him, you won't see him, but just to start out the very first series would be would be a real – challenge and then understanding that more than likely you'd have the clippers in round two that's i mean that'd be a heck of a first couple opponents there if you get to if you get to the you know i mean that's the beauty of it right now it's win or go home well those two defenses would would just really uh, i mean they they play
1: the type of d that is really difficult yeah and would would test the jazz mightily for sure I mean, it there, there's a there's a huge difference between playing the Lakers and Clippers and say you know a first round matchup with the Mavericks. Say, I mean, they're gonna you know, we'll see. Uh, the Warriors played tough defense on the Jazz when they, they played did. them the other night. They so. did. They
3: switched everything,
1: made it really hard. And the the West is such a grind. There's there's probably not a good answer. I mean, you're gonna have a tough series no matter what. I mean, think about it. Would you really want to see Portland in the first round? Yeah, you know, I mean, that's you know? my
3: point. Is I. Congratulations for the Jazz for just playing it out, not trying to mess around with it, um, because you're right. You, you can wish for a lot of different scenarios and then think, why did I wish for this? Um, the Jazz will take it as it comes. I mean, like you said, they don't know right now who they're going to play, and so we'll be able to watch that and figure it out. But, um, you know, it, you have to beat everybody at this point. You have to win series to continue to advance. And, um, you know, as you look down the West... I can't look at, you know, maybe the bottom two if if Memphis or San Antonio were to break through somehow. I mean, certainly you'd pick them. But beyond that, everybody will offer a, a different challenge, but a, a challenge nonetheless.
1: Geez, you look at this. I, I I might take the Blazers over the Nuggets maybe in that first round matchup.
3: I could certainly see I'd that. I'd take the Clippers over the Mavericks, certainly. going to be a lot of points scored in the Nuggets-Blazers series. I'll promise you that. Oh yeah, Both neither teams. one of those
1: teams are interested in playing defense. No. Hmm. So uh, if you're just joining us, again, Jazz uh, top seed, second seed Phoenix, third seed Denver, Clippers in the fourth slot, Dallas five, Portland six, Lakers seven, Golden State eight, Memphis nine, San Antonio ten. Somebody lose their job over this in the NBA office? I don't know. See, it's so uh, <laughs> it, it it's kind of a polarizing topic to be honest, because uh, you know the Lakers are bent about it. I'm sure the Warriors aren't that fired up about it, but the Spurs and the Grizzlies are excited to well, still be a, yeah. a, alive. But I, I do think it it did tamp down some of the shenanigans. I know we saw the Clippers, I mean, intentionally lose a basketball game, actually two in a row, and uh,
3: that's that's frustrating to watch. But there there was a lot less of that, a lot less of that. Yeah, and, and we got a little of it last game in this game, right? But really that was the extent of it. And to your point earlier, you talked about, you know, seven and eight being uh, kind of the ones that are shortchanged here. If you look at the 10 San Antonio, they won 33 games in comparison to the 39 and 42 by the Warriors and Lakers. Um, so a nine game difference between the seven and the 10. But, um, you know, everybody's going to have to go play it out now.
1: All right. Let's uh, get some post game sound. Let's throw things back to Sacramento. You hear from Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder.
4: Alrighty. Uh We'll go ahead and get started. Uh, we'll have a question from Eric Walden, Salt so Lake Tribune first.
2: Quinn, I know you guys have said all season long that it's your, it's your goal to just keep getting better night after night. Now that the regular season is over and uh, you've got the number one seed and the best record in the NBA, um, obviously you've got, you know, bigger stuff down the road, but are you able to kind of, appreciate the significance of this moment and and allow yourself a moment to kind of, uh, appreciate the accomplishment, I guess.
5: I think as much as the, the accomplishment, you know, for me, it's just, you appreciate this group of men and appreciate, um, the opportunity to coach them, you know, and appreciate what, you know, what they've accomplished in the regular season. And, um, you know, I, I think, you know, that feeling about our teams, uh, you know, I want all of them, um, all of us to, you know, enjoy this moment um, because I, I feel like, you know, we do that. And like you said, you know, appreciate um, the regular season. And then I, I think that transitions us to to where the mindset we need to have to you know, try to play well in playoffs and continue to um, to compete and to execute. And that's, that's what these guys have done all year. They've, they've executed and they've competed. And that combination with, you know, a group of guys that's unselfish and, you know, as I said, wants to win, you know, good things can happen. And that's, you know, we're hopeful that'll continue to happen.
4: Sarah Todd, Deseret News. Quinn, this season has been um, about more than just battling against the other teams. I mean, you guys have been battling against a pandemic, against the schedule that was really tough. Um, is there a greater sense of relief maybe that this one has come to a close and that you've made it
5: through? I, I think, um, you know, a few weeks ago there, there was, you know, we were looking for for that. And I think we, we shifted gears again, mentally, and, you know, tried to continue to embrace it. And I I think that's what um, has been the thing that's, that's helped us, you know, whether it's fatigue or, you know, COVID or injury or loss, you know, that they've embraced all those things. And, you know, that, that's, that's the mindset we want to have just to, you know, to literally be right in the moment as much as we can when we're playing, and you know that that the moment right now is, um, you know, to feel good about what this team has done in the regular season and uh, and what, as you said, in such a such a strange year on so many levels, um, to be able to to accomplish what what we have, and I think we also have a keen understanding that, uh, you know. Beginning next week, no one's no one's worried about what you've done, you know, today or, or the previous, you know, months. It's it's about pushing forward.
4: Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune.
5: In the last game, we were kind of focused
4: on Mike Conley's individual performance, and I thought today was noteworthy how many how well he played with his teammates. Obviously, nine assists and scoring as uh, moving as well as he did. What have you seen, kind of, you know, in terms of? him not having rust at at his relationships
5: with his his teammates. Yeah, I think it shows you how deep they run. You know, it's, it's like a, you know, a friendship, um, you know, where you, you have a close friend that you don't see him in a while. It it doesn't take you long to pick up where you left off. I I think we all know those types of relationships and, you know, I, I think that's the relationship that Mike has with this team and with the guys on this team and, uh, that's the relationship that they have with him. So when that is the case, um, obviously there are certain things you try to figure out, but there's other things that just come natural. And I think that's what you saw.
4: Ben Anderson, KSL
3: Sports.com.
5: I know the, the game was only just went final, but have you thought about opening a playoff series at home? You guys haven't done that since you've been the head coach or are you not in playoff mode yet? There's a lot of things we haven't done. Um, and I think, you know, the, that that's, you know, that's always on your mind that you, the things you want to do. Um, if opening at home means that we win, I'm great with it. So I, I think that's going to be, you know, first and foremost on our minds. And as much as anything, I, I think it's the opportunity to play. You know, if there's one thing about this year, you, you you feel like I've thought a number of times, like, man, it'd be, it'd be great to have, people in the stands and we've, we've had some of that, you know, but you're picturing um, and remembering, you know, our fans and, you know, in Vivint and their support and you, know, and, you know, enthusiasm and those things that drive you. And uh, as I said, that, that's been one thing that's come into my mind a few times this year, like, Hey, gosh, it'd be great. Cause we, we, you could share it, you know, and everybody gets to share in this. So to the extent that, you know, that's going to be the case here in the playoffs. And um, it's great that we have an opportunity, but I I think all of our fans would also agree that, you know, we want to win no matter where we're playing.
4: Okay. That's all the time we have. Thank you, coach.
1: There you go. Jazz head coach, Quinn Snyder, Uh, you know, kind of some typical coach Snyder answers to questions like,
3: are you going to let yourself enjoy it? (laughs) No, no, he's not. Uh, But what stood out to you by what coach had to say? You know, the piece that when you win something, you know, like they've they've, you know, checked the box here, the team that finishes this crazy season with the best record in the entire league and uh, always coach Snyder like, but takes time to talk about how excited he is for each each guy. You know, the fact that he really enjoyed being around this group, uh, which I think you could tell it was interesting at the end of the game to watch him go and, and hug each guy. Um, you know, not a handshake, not a high five, but a hug. I think that tells you a little bit about what he's about. Um and I will never forget the very first big championship I was a part of. We won the the WAC championship when I was at Utah with coach Majeris and um you know, it was one, one of the only times I saw him kind of let his guard down for a second and he got a little bit emotional, but he went around the room and quietly and he pointed to every single guy in the room, managers, trainers, Uh, administrators every single person he he took a moment to acknowledge each person and I think that that's what things like this are all about it's it's the effort of you know the strength and conditioning guys and the um, you know the guys that are helping your your trainers and and all the people that don't really ever get talked about this is such a a monumental thing for them Um, like he said this is just part of it you know it's a great step to take but ultimately this team wants to win it all and um, in order to do that I'm gonna have to you know, really get everybody healthy on the same page and ready to go through what looks to be a, a, a pretty difficult Western conference to get where you, you want to go.
1: Uh, real quick, because I'm just seeing this come across, uh, Chad Ford threw up the lottery odds, and you want to talk about the Clippers intentionally losing. Um, cost Oklahoma City 1.5% odds of getting the top pick. Because the they finished, <laughs> so the you, how they do the lottery odds now is the the bottom three teams just split and have the same odds or whatever. Uh, Oklahoma City finished one slot behind that, so with the fourth worst record, one game behind Orlando, so they needed to lose one
3: more. And, and we the, we the didn't Clippers get to better see it right, right. But Andrew Swanson came down the hall. He had it on, and he said, "Man, you should see the way this." Uh, you know, it, it was pretty telling, I guess, that there wasn't a whole lot of uh, concern to, in fact, almost effort the other way. So that, that makes it interesting. But like uh, Quinn said at the end, you know, we want to win. Our fans want us to win. And um, I don't know the, how you get caught up in all that. I think it's you got to just do what you do. And Quinn talked about it all year and he stayed true to it. He even put, you know, had starters in way late. in that game yeah he did really late he brought rudy back in and and that's where i i used to go nuts as an assistant because what what are they going to gain in that four minutes right that that when, when you couple that with what could go wrong so i'm glad they got through that i was i held my breath for a minute yep All right,
1: want to remind you about our friends at Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer, Uh, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Find out more at markmillersubaru.com. 121 to 99 is your final Jazz beat the Kings. We'll have more for you coming up next here on the Jazz Radio Network. jazz game night post game show on the jazz radio network jake scott coach tim lakomis brought to you by mark miller subaru utah's only negotiation free subaru retailer jazz win 121 to 99 to wrap up the regular season let's get a look at your sharp stats of the game brought to you by les olsen company les olsen company your office technology partner tonight the jazz shot 47.7 percent from the field they were 18 of 39 from three, 46.2 percent, led by Jordan Clarkson's 33 points. Bogdanovich had 18, Rudy with 13 points, 16 rebounds, two block shots. Mike Conley, 11 points, nine assists, six rebounds in just two 22 minutes of play uh, for uh, for Mike, and uh, he got a little bit of work there in the in the second half, which is probably a good sign
3: about that uh, that hamstring that they because they easily could have not brought him back. Uh, that's a sign of confidence. Um, you know, th- he was not going to come back with two games left in this season if he wasn't feeling great. Yeah. Uh, but what I saw in two games is the fact that he was feeling great. He moved around terrific. You know, the things I watch for, how deep he gets into a defensive stance uh, with a hamstring like that. You know, he's a lift on a jumper. Uh, but I didn't see anything that would lead me to believe that Mike isn't anything but healthy, and uh, that, that's really good for the Jazz. Now we just need one more guy, one more dude. Let's
1: also uh, take a look at your points in the paint, brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call 1-800-GO-SERTA or visit com. That's Serta with a C. We do painting, you do life.
3: Uh, Jazz outscored the paint tonight, 60-42. to 42. See? it Just to the very down to the, ver- the very last night, the points in the paint stat is always surreptitious.
1: Yeah, they got hammered in the paint tonight. But let's see. Uh, you know, the Kings, they only took 33s. <laughs> Only uh, nine of 30, whereas the Jazz took uh, 39 threes, 18 of uh,
3: 18 and 439. Jazz went to the line tonight 25 times. Jazz took a lot of really good shots. I mean, David mentioned it very few non paint mid rangers and threes, and that's what they've done all year.
1: All right, the Jazz are in. We still uh, The playoffs, number one seed. We still do not know who they will be playing. Uh, play-in tournament begins on Wednesday. Game two will be on Friday. So uh, we'll go all the way until Friday without, no- uh, without knowing who the Jazz opponent is going to be. Uh, but if you're just joining us, uh, Phoenix finishes in the two slot. Denver, three. Clippers, four. Mavericks, five. Blazers, six. Lakers, seven. Warriors, eight. Grizzlies, nine. And the Spurs, ten. Uh, Let's keep the postgame sound rolling. Let's go back uh, to Sacramento and hear from Rudy Gobert.
4: Uh, We will start with uh, David James, KUTV.
1: Rudy, what does it mean to be the uh, number one seed in the playoffs and have the best record in the NBA? I mean, I think it's uh,
6: it's a great accomplishment, you know, coming from where we came from. uh, seven, seven years ago, you know, uh, from not making the playoffs and, uh, you know, building from scratch and, uh, building stone after stone, you know, and, uh, being able to build a culture, you know, build a, build a team, build an identity, you know, and, and being in this position today is, uh, you know, it's pretty amazing. You know? and, and obviously, uh, you know, it's, it's not our main goal. Our main goal is to, to get the championship, but, uh, you know, we we still have to, you know, enjoy those moments and, uh, you know, and, and be proud of, you know, of the year and of the the work that we that
4: we put in this year. Sarah Todd Desert News is up next. Rudy, can you try to describe how important Jordan Clarkson's role is going to be once the postseason begins? I and
6: mean, it's going to be very important. You know, uh, him coming in. Uh, every single night with, uh, obviously, it's, it's aggressiveness, you know, and, uh, and it's, a, it's, it's craziness, you know, I think in the playoffs, it's going to be huge. And, uh, and obviously, you know, just all of us being able to have that toughness, that tough mentality and, uh, you know, uh, and just bring something that, you know, just bring a spark, you know, and we know how important it is uh, to have that guy, you know, during the playoffs, to have somebody that comes in and can impact the game uh, in a big way. You know, and we know the best teams usually are the teams that are, the teams that win in all are usually the teams that have a, a really good bench. You know, so uh, last offseason, you know, that was the the main focus and the, the the management. You know, everyone did a great job, you know, making sure that, uh, you know, we had a, a team with a, a bench that could really, uh, you know, dominate and win us basketball games. And throughout the year, you know, we... Whether it's Jordan or even Joe, you know, those two guys, I think, uh, uh, you know, they've been amazing. Uh, and when we have a few injuries, uh, they were about to start uh, and, uh, and give us something that, you know, makes us, uh, I
7: think, the best in the league right now.
4: Aaron Falk, UtahJazz.com.
7: Rudy, they're going to let 13,000 fans in. Just wondering what it's going to mean to be able to share that moment in, uh, with those fans in, in the building coming up.
6: And it's going to be amazing. You know, it's been a it's been a challenging year for everyone, and uh, being able to 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 share the moment, you know, be able to have the the presence of the fans, the energy of the fans uh, in the arena during the playoffs, I think it's going to be huge for us. Uh, you know, it's going to be a big lift, big, a big advantage, and uh, you know, it's going to be fun. You know, I can't wait to uh, to get started, and you know, and uh, I think we are excited about it. You know, 8,000 8, was already getting loud a little bit, but 13 should be a,
2: should be a pretty cool playoff atmosphere.
4: Eric Walden, Salt Lake
5: Tribune.
2: Rudy, you referenced how it's been a difficult year for everyone. Um It's been a difficult year for you guys, you know, dating back to last season, obviously. So as the clock tonight hits triple zeros and you guys have secured the best record, number one seed, were you able to kind of appreciate it in that moment or, or are you immediately kind of, you know, forward thinking to the goals that are ahead?
6: I mean, you gotta, you gotta appreciate every moment and, uh, you know, going through what I've been through, what we've been through, uh, last year, uh, if there's one thing that I learned, you know, is that you have to enjoy, you know, every moment. And, uh, you know, that, that, that doesn't mean that you don't prepare yourself for, you know, what's coming. You know, you got to be able to enjoy while you know, keeping your head uh, in the right place, stay grounded. And uh, like Ricky Review always say, you know, never too high, never too low, but uh, just enjoy the moments. And, uh, you know, and when you're able to be present, enjoy the moments, usually you're in a, a better position to to succeed, to accomplish whatever you want to accomplish.
4: All right, last question, Dana Green, ABC4.
2: Rudy, what's it going to be like this next week? Um, not knowing who you're preparing for, uh, you'll have an idea, but you won't really know till Friday. Is it just kind of working on yourselves and not worrying about your opponent?
6: I think it's it's about ourselves, regardless. You know, we, I mean, obviously, we know uh, the potential opponents that we could that we could face, but it's really about you know, uh, uh, recharge, you know, get healthy. Uh, get mentally prepared, you know, get physically, mentally prepared. Uh, and uh, <laughs> those my, those games are going to be fun to watch. I think, uh, you know, I'm excited to watch those games. And uh, whoever we face, you know, we know that, you uh, know, it's, uh, it's a long, it's going to be a long journey and we're going to be ready uh, to face whoever we face.
4: OK, that's all the questions. Thank you, Rudy.
1: There you go. Rudy Gobert uh, with a bunch of interesting things uh, that, that he said right there. Uh, I, I like the part where he talked about his journey, how they built it from scratch and going back seven years ago. And, you know, when, when Gordon Hayward left the franchise, I bet a, a lot of, uh, you know, they're in, in his mind, probably like, oh, are you going to take a step back and going to go back to the building phase? And, of course, Donovan Mitchell steps in and you know, the rest is, is kind of history, but you know, when Rudy did, when he joined this team, it was, it was, it was at the bottom of the rebuild rebuild. He was, you know, uh, an afterthought on the roster. remember Ennis Cantor was, was going to be the future at the center position for the Utah jazz going forward. And it's, it's amazing how much has changed in the time that Rudy's been with this franchise, uh, certainly for the better.
3: No doubt. And it's a, uh, it's a real Testament to hard work, you know, by a lot of different people. Uh, but n- nobody, uh, has worked harder than Rudy. You know, y- you, take every facet and, um, you know, I was talking to Booner yesterday as we we're, as we we're golfing and he said, you know, that he really studies Rudy and has since he got into the league in his, in his, uh, pregame warmup and, uh, which doesn't surprise you because Booner has that pregame report that's second to none. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, he, he just talked about the strides that he's made and, the. You know the way he's almost been able to watch the development as it's happened because, you know, the way you teach somebody is kind of you give them something to work on. They get to the point where they feel like you know you feel like they've kind of not mastered it, but they can they can do it at a at a high level. And you add some more things. And we've made the comment that Rudy has just really blossomed offensively. Uh, my, the biggest shock to me watching them nightly is just his his presence on the defensive end and his impact on the game. And I'm really happy for him. Uh, I think he's 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 in a good place personally, and uh, certainly in a in a great place to lead this team as now they now enter the playoffs.
1: And was terrific once again tonight. 13 I- points, 16 boards, two block shots. Just amazing, Rudy. Rudy doing Rudy things. That's what it is.
3: The last two nights he's come out in just a uh, terry cloth towel. On
1: yeah, top. <laughs> Rudy. Rudy skipping the shirt part of of getting dressed
3: yeah but hey, hey if you're whatever. Rudy
1: Gobert and you're the DPOY do you do whatever it's all good all right let's uh let's get some more sound going let's go back to Sacramento and hear from Mike Conley
4: okay we'll start with the Sarah Todd Deseret News Mike uh Quinn and I mean, you, Rudy, Don, most of the guys on the team all season have been saying that one of the most important things is staying present and in the moment every day and not thinking too far back or too far ahead. Uh, how important is it going to be to keep that mindset as you guys move forward from this point?
8: Well, I think it's very important. You know, that's one thing that we've, uh, as a team have stuck to. And, um, uh, and that is being present, that is being able to, you know, move on to the next play, move on to the next quarter. Um, and this allowed us to just be the team that we are, you know, at this moment. And uh, even like today, like, you know, just telling the guys like, this doesn't happen every, you know, every so often where you, you, you're the number one seed or number one team in the, in the whole NBA in the regular season. So enjoy the moment that we're in right now. Uh, today, tonight, and and uh, and, and tomorrow, and get to thinking about the playoffs. So, um, you know, we're just excited to be in this position.
4: Next up, Ben Anderson, KSLSports.com. Sorry, Mike. I'm trying to look back at your Memphis time. Have you opened a playoff series at home?
3: And kind of regardless, what's the advantage of being able to do that?
8: Oh uh, yeah, we've uh, we've opened a, a playoff series at home, and it's it's uh, it's an advantage. I think that you know there's a reason why teams work so hard to try to get in those top four slots is, is because when you're at home and you just, you're just in a better zone, you're in a better state mentally, you have a better routine. Um, your, your facilities are there for you. You know, there's the things that you do on a daily, uh, can get you right for a game. And, and with the fans, you know, that's the, the reason, you know, we love to be in the playoffs is, it's a whole different atmosphere than, than what you'll experience in the regular season. So having an advantage like we do, uh, especially in, uh, in Salt Lake city, uh, it'll be a lot of fun.
4: Nyo Campbell, Utah jazz.com. Hey, Mike. So with this one week break, um, how are you going about making sure that you're mentally and physically prepared going into the postseason?
8: Well, I think, you know, just for most of the guys, just trying to get them to, you know, take a day off, um, you know, let everything kind of settle in spend time with your family. You know, we've worked very hard. It's been a long year, uh, basically feel like a year and a half. We've just been going and going even since the bubble. Um, so, you know, just enjoy a day and, and come back locked in, you know, just, just understanding that, you know, like I said, understanding the moment, understanding, you know, what we have in front of us. Um, obviously we don't, with the play in tournament, we won't know who we're going to play until later in the week, but, for us just to get our bodies right get our conditioning together get our timing together continue to to work together and um and keep our mind keep our mind on uh, what's coming up next
4: dana green abc4
2: mike uh, you seem to work your way back in pretty smoothly to the rotation how do you think it's going to go for donovan this next week is that maybe the most important thing this week is getting him uh uh back into you know acclimated into the rotation
8: well, yeah, you know, I think you know it'll be something that Don's thinking about. We're all thinking about is 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 him coming back and making sure that you know everything's laid out for him to where he can come back and just fit in, like he like he always has. And and he's the guy. He knows he's the guy. He knows he's gonna you know take us as far as as, as we want to go. So um, when he's healthy and and he's he's getting there and and you know he's excited and feeling good, we know he's gonna do well with our team. You know, he just he's the guy that's just unselfish and you know. We're going to do whatever we can to make it easy on him during the week uh, to, to get him back in shape, get him back ready to go. And, uh, and I'm sure he'll be as confident and ready as ever.
4: David James, K U T V.
8: Mike, there are plenty of Jazz fans who uh,
7: don't really want any part of the Lakers or Warriors in the first round and would prefer the Grizzlies to win twice and get through this play-in tournament. And just considering all your time there and all the ties, if it did come to that, what would that mean to you?
8: Man, um if we ended up playing the Grizzlies, that'd be actually kinda wild. You know, I would have never I would have never thought. You know, I'd be on the other side come in and, you know, to FedEx form and um as an opponent, you know, in a playoff atmosphere. that just never was a thought of mine. And like, you know, just saying that, I mean, it would be it'd be it'd be weird, it'd be awesome. Um, but uh, you know, we'll just have to see how it plays out. You know, I don't think there's gonna be, you know, in the Western conference there's not gonna be anybody you really wanna play. Um you know, when it comes in in the, in the those top eight seeds, because everybody's capable. So, you know, Memphis is the team. You know, I have fun you know being able to go down there and play, but we'll just have to see how it goes.
4: All right, and last question, follow up from Sarah Todd. Mike, you've, you've been in many playoff situations. How, how important is it to have a guy like Jordan Clarkson that can score and produce at his level coming off the bench?
8: Well, guys like him, um, they they can win you games, they can win you series. And, you know, with his ability to to heat up, you know, so quickly and just change the, the, the flow of a game when things just seem to not be going the right way or we're having a tough time scoring the ball or an off night, he he tends to find ways to get, get it going. And not everybody has a guy like that, you know. I think that's why he'll be, you know, the sixth man of the year and the reasons, you know, you know, that that, that I just said, you know, just his ability to to, to change games and, and, and do it. So effort, effortlessly, effortlessly, excuse me, effortless, effortlessly, again, it's gracious. Um, but he's, uh, he's a guy that, that, uh, we, we're going to count on and, and and just you know let him do his thing and, you know, uh, and just sit back and watch sometimes.
4: Okay. That's all. Thank you so much, Mike.
1: There you go. Mike Conley. Uh, uh, Mike had a really nice game tonight, actually, in 22 minutes. Um, had 11 points, 9 assists, and 6 rebounds. He also had 3 steals. Man, he does a lot for this team. True or false? Things seem to run better when Mike's out there. Oh, true. Times 100. Yeah. That's... I mean, you, I, I think you notice it even more when uh, he and Donovan were out together and Joe Ingles was was kind of the only ball handler left on the squad. You see Mike come back, and, yeah, just, it just runs a lot smoother, takes a lot of pressure off Joe and Jordan Clarkson, too, for that matter.
3: And I think that, like I said a couple segments ago, but the biggest thing that came out of it, of these two games, is Mike really felt like he wanted to get out there and play a little bit before the playoffs. And, um, you know, he was in a great spot to be able to do that. Um, kudos to him. And I thought he looked terrific and kind of hit hit his stride, I guess, from the season. Um, you know, we talk about all the different guys and what they'll do. But Mike will be a big piece, uh, as we know, in the playoffs uh, because of the things we mentioned.
1: Mark Miller Subaru is Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Your final score, Jazz beat the Kings 121-99. to We'll get you more sound coming up next here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night, post-game show brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. Jake Scott Coach Tim Lacombe. Jazz wrap up the regular season with a win over the Kings 121-99. They uh, they improved to a league-best 52-20 and 20 on the season, the first time in franchise history the Jazz have finished with the overall best record in the entire league. Uh, John and Carl did it twice, but never uh, outright. They we're always tied with another franchise. So just one of many, many things that we've never seen before we see saw this Jazz team do this year.
3: And I liked how Mike Conley, you know, he, he said we took a moment, you know, he, he made sure guys understood this isn't something that happens all the time. And we've got a couple days here to enjoy it. Uh, I hope they do. You know, uh, it, it's always easier said than done because, you know, the pressure of what's next is always kind of right there. But I hope they get to enjoy it. I hope they have a good uh, couple days here. More importantly, you know, they get rested up. There's been a lot of guys grinding, you know, uh, down the stretch. So awesome, uh, awesome opportunity. And like you said, historic, you know, for them to be able to be the outright best record in the NBA.
1: Yeah, they'll get some practice time this week too, which which is rare. Will be beneficial because yeah, they have hardly practiced this year at all. Let's get to your master of the glass, brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, the local vehicle glass expert here for another great year of basketball. I'm proud to be the official auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Light Auto Glass is also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass Rebound Program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate five dollars to the United Way of Utah for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader. Uh, of course, your master of the glass tonight, Tim, is? For the last time in the regular season, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert, who finished tonight with 16 rebounds. Again, he, he just uh, uh, had one heck of a game tonight. I need to pull out. Uh, let me see if I can get the cal- get the uh, calculator here. And uh, I don't know why the temperature in here went up to 160, I, it is but it's quite, really hot. It, it is quite warm. Let's see. I'm trying to get Rudy's um overall stats here and we can figure out how many total rebounds he had on the season on the season let's see all right total rebounds he averaged 13 and a half but his totals rebounds this year Tim
3: 944 944 four. um it's certainly an area that he is You know, you talk about his his defense, but he's a dominant rebounder. You know, it's and it's a nightly thing. Uh, As we've said, his name all but about four or five times, I think. And one of the nights he didn't play. And one of the nights he didn't play. Yeah, I think Royce got it a couple times, didn't I? I think Favors
1: might have gotten it once. Uh, but Rudy, uh, dominant rebounder, a big part of uh, this team's success, by the way, is Rudy's dominant rebounding. Because, and Coach Snyder actually talked about it. He's talked about it a few times, but he talked about it today during the uh, his pregame media availability. They're a small team. I mean, they are not big. Uh, you look at Donovan, who's six one. Mike Conley, who's six one. I mean, that's your backcourt. It's got to be. Among the smallest backcourts in the league, right? Oh yeah. You know Bogdanovich and Royce O'Neal; those are your forwards. I mean, Bogdanovich
3: six seven, Royce is six four. I remember us talking in the preseason, and and that you know that's one thing to really watch: can this team rebound at the level it needs to? And man, did they ever! Yeah. Did they ever? Yep. And in fact,
1: I'll have to go back and look, but they uh, let's see, they came into the game today as the best rebounding team in the NBA. Third-best offensive rebounding team, second-best defensive rebounding team, best overall rebounding team. And the offensive rebounding
3: thing, was that was an interesting piece of it this year because Quinn was pretty flexible about, uh, you know, scouting report and who went, and he sent more guys to the boards maybe than in the past, and uh, I I thought that was a a very positive thing that he did this year.
1: All right, let's get some more postgame sound. Let's go back to Sacramento here from Jordan Clarkson.
4: We'll start here with Eric
2: Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Hey, Jordan, can you kind of just take us through the emotions of, you know, surviving a really tough, you know, kind of unpredictable season, and then for the first time ever, you know, this Jazz team securing the best record in the league, securing the number one seed uh, in the Western Conference class, just kind of what went through your mind in those moments as that became a reality?
7: Um, just a you know a test of everybody's sacrifice, hard work throughout this whole year. Like you said, it's been a little weird one, uh, a little different for us. Um, but it's definitely a great feeling, uh, just because we know we put a lot into it this year. Uh, you know, it all kind of started uh, in the bubble. Um, all of us getting real, you know, close and becoming a tight, tight knit group, um, and then going through this year you know, with guys out, um, guys coming back in the lineup, you know, stuff that, that happens through uh, every season, you know, everybody just kind of uh, staying tough and going through it. It just means a lot. Um, but we know uh, we got bigger goals, not just trying to be the uh, number one team in the NBA for the regular season, you know. we trying to, um, you know, play big time in the playoffs and uh, do something special. So, um, you know, we know we got, uh, we got bigger fish to fry.
4: All right. Next up, Sarah Todd Deseret News. Jordan, I know that unlike everyone's playing through bumps and bruises and stuff at this point. Uh you told us about uh the hand injury that you had and you've been playing through, you know, ankle injuries and stuff. How are you feeling right now uh with both of those injuries and going into what is probably a really good week of rest?
2: Um
7: pretty good. You know, when I when I hurt my ankle, I was I was out for like a week was able to, you know, kind of get my body, you know, back into, you know, place, trying to get back to 100%. Um, you know, it just, it was just time to just tune it up and get ready for the playoffs. You know, we got a big run in front of us, um, but definitely with this week off, it's going to be a lot of treatment and getting right um, and getting ready for the playoffs. So uh, that's definitely something that uh, happened during that break when I was there and came back kind of you know, fully and healthy and ready to go.
4: Hands feeling good? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, David James, KUTV.
7: Jordan, since you started with the Lakers and you played with LeBron in Cleveland, nobody knows the results of this playing tournament for sure, but if the Lakers end up the eighth seed, you end up playing them in the first round, what would that mean to you? Would there be a little extra meaning to that given your your history? Um. Nah, just another playoff series. You know, one we got to win. You know, we looking at it um, you know, one game at a time and uh being ourselves in the, in those uh in those games. So whoever we play, you know, the West ain't no fluke at all. So, you know, we got it's it's really good teams, one to ten. So you really gonna whatever you gotta lace them up and come to play.
4: All right, last question, Naya Campbell, UtahJazz.com. Uh, JC, you're always a whole vibe and so, as someone that <laughs> listens to a lot of music, what song would you say describes your vibe and mood right now?
7: Uh let me see, let me see, right now uh, just for our team and
4: Headed oh, into the playoffs, how you're feeling yeah
7: Um uh, Tears for fears. Uh everybody wants to rule the
4: world. Okay. I'm gonna go listen to that right now. <laughs> all right, that's all we've got. <laughs> thanks, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there we go. <laughs> Good way to end it. All right, thanks so much. Yeah, all right, John. Okay.
1: He, he is the best. He's he, he has got to be on my all-time, all-post-game interview team. I love – anytime uh, uh, Lundy gets in our ear and says, we've got Jordan Clarkson, I, I, uh, I'm i in.
3: Well, the best part, too, is – obviously, this is radio, so we can't see, but we've, we've got some sneak peeks at, at some of the pictures. And Clarkson is cool as the other side of the pillow, or as Alex Lundy would tweet, cool as hell. He is, cool. He is um, cool. Tears for fears had the big glasses, and the the coolest little like uh, woven sweater. And but but to go back to tears or fears to have that kind of reach that was 1982. Jake, I was 12. Songs from the big chair, one of the great albums. And he does. This is what it's time to rule the world. This is the basketball world that's hanging out there, and that's what he wants. All right, let's
1: let's uh, let's get your three-point feature, and then we'll jump into our stat nuggets. Three-point feature sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union, helping members achieve their financial dreams for more than 80 years. Um, let's see here, Tim. Tonight from three, the Jazz were 18 of 39, 46.2%. Jordan Clarkson, speaking of Jordan, he was 6 of 12. Jordan had a great game, 33 points tonight for him. Mike Conley was 3 for 3. Uh, Bogdanovich, two for five. Royce, two for six. Joe, two for six. uh, George Niang, two for five. And Mie Oni was one for one as the Jazz made 18 threes tonight, 18 of 39. Boy, they have really shot the ball. They have really been something shooting that three ball this year, haven't they?
3: They've been great. The number of shots they've taken, the pressure that that's put on, the fact that they'll take them early in a shot clock or in transition has really kind of changed the game. Uh, but they take good shots. They're not out there. You know, the ball moves. Tonight Joe made two plays in a row that were just phenomenal. Uh, could kind of see it as, as the break was happening, but in my mind I was like, skip that thing right there to Conley and he'll one time that thing in the corner to Boyan, and Joe was right on it, did it, um, you know, made great plays. But that's what unselfish teams that can really shoot. Uh, they stock the floor with, with shooters, and uh, they put a ton of pressure on you, and they've shot the ball great this year.
1: All right, let's uh, jump into our stat nuggets. This has been something we've been doing all year long. It's been a lot of fun with our friend Tyson Ewing. Uh, he does stats for the television broadcast. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at ewing 2 and he's nice enough to share these with us uh, for the postgame. All right, uh, let's jump uh, right, in, uh, right into it. We'll start with uh, game-specific stuff, and we'll get some season stuff too. Uh, with Rudy Gobert on the floor, the Kings scored just, 34, um, just 34% just thirty four of their possessions and shot 37% from the floor. With Rudy Gobert off the floor, the Kings scored on 63% of their possessions and shot 56% from the floor. Wow. He makes such a... That's going. He makes such a big impact. He is amazing. All right, um, let's move on to some season stuff. This uh, becomes the first time the Utah Jazz have had the outright best record in the NBA. Uh, they tied Chicago in 97-98 and tied San Antonio in 98-99. So John and Carl did it twice, but never outright. Never outright. Uh, the Jazz hit 16.7 uh, three-pointers per game this season. That is the most made threes per game in, an, uh, in a season in NBA history. The Jazz become the first team in NBA history to hit 10-plus threes in every single game of the season. Oh, wow, that that's amazing. That is, yeah, I didn't recognize, realize yeah. that. That's impressive. The Jazz made 1,205 three-pointers this season. In 10 fewer games, the Jazz managed to hit the third most threes in NBA history in a season. So they would have shattered that if they had 10 more games. If they had 10 more games, that's right. Yeah. 49 games with uh, 15-plus three-point makes, second most in NBA history. 17 games with 20-plus three-point makes, second most in NBA history. Again, with
3: 10 fewer games. It's, It's a huge part of why this team's been good. You know, the number of threes they've taken and the success they've had knocking them in. Amazing.
1: All right. The Jazz won 39 games by double digits this season. In 10 fewer games, they managed to tie the franchise record for most double digit wins in franchise history. Tied with the 94-95 team. I can attest there were a lot of blowouts. There were. Especially in that. 21 and 20 23 a run a lot that. going on there. <laughs> a lot of blowouts uh, this was the 29th game this season the jazz out rebounded an opponent by double digits it's the second most times the uh, times they've out rebounded an opponent by 10 plus in franchise history in 0607 they did it 30 times and finally uh let's see here Finally, through all the uncertainty about the number one seed, Utah has held the number one seed in the West for all but 48 hours since February 2nd. That's 101 out of 103 days.
3: And the best part about that is, you know, they they don't have Donovan. They lose the lead and everybody, you know, gets a little nervous except for everybody playing. They just knuckle down and get the job done. Um, I, I think that's going to, you know, a lot of these guys got a ton of experience in pressure pack situations. That's got to help us as we as we come up to the playoffs.
1: Want to remind you about our friends Mark Miller. Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Coming up next, we'll get Coach Lacombe's final thoughts on the final game of the season and look forward to playoff basketball as the Jazz beat the Kings tonight 121-99 to right here on the Jazz Radio Network.
0: Goes to work driving, spinning. Gobert's there and rejects it. Rudy Gobert with another block. Here's Conley to the front court. Rotate to Ingles down low. Rudy catch and dunk. Beautiful play. 15 0 run by the Jazz. They lead it 28 25.
1: All right, there's our guy, David Locke. Your play of the game brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships for service sales and selection LHMAuto.com, driven by you. Jazz win tonight over the Kings, 121-99. Wrapping up the best record in the NBA this regular season, 52-20. They will have the top seed going into the uh, NBA playoffs. If you're just joining us after tonight's results, here's how the playoff picture looks. Jazz in the top seed, Phoenix 2, Nuggets 3, Clippers 4, Mavericks 5, Blazers 6, Lakers 7, Warriors 8, Grizzlies 9, Spurs 10, uh, the play-in scenario will be on Wednesday. The Lakers will take on the Warriors. The Grizzlies will take on the Spurs. Then on Friday, the loser of the Warriors-Lakers will take on the winner of the Grizzlies-Spurs. And then we will know who the Jazz first-round playoff opponent will be. Um, I think Jazz fans should be out of the, out of the likely uh, scenarios, which would be either Golden State or the Lakers. Um, I don't think I – I mean, I wouldn't put it past the Grizzlies or Spurs maybe to catch fire and and sneak in there, but I wouldn't bet on it. But I, out of the Lakers and Warriors, I would guess
3: most Jazz fans want to see him play the Warriors. Yeah, I do. That would be my guess, my hope uh, out of those two. Uh, it, neither one will be easy, but uh, certainly chasing Steph Curry around with a bunch of supporting – you know, with a supporting cast – that's not quite as good, again, or or AD and, and LeBron and what they are capable of doing. I think that's the wise choice um, if they were to have that choice, but they don't, so we'll sit and watch it. Uh, I don't think there's any way the Spurs kind of register. And the Grizzlies are, you know, the one thing I've mentioned about the Grizzlies when we saw them this year, they play awfully hard, and they're pretty yeah. together. So somebody to possibly watch because it's, it's those types of things that really – um, help you win in, in the in the postseason.
1: All right, Coach Lacombe, Let's get some final thoughts from you, uh, and then we'll close the book on the regular season and this Kings game.
3: Well, it's my first full year. I think I you was made it, buddy. 68 of 72. I think I missed four games. Not bad. Um, Due to injury, or uh, I don't know. I, I was got out of town for two of them. Um, but yeah, it, it was remarkable to watch. Uh, I think. Certainly what a great year to pick I mean, if you're gonna you're gonna start doing this. The jazz are, are they finished number one in, in the league, you know with record um, number one in, in differential, point differential. Um, you know you talked about it their their offensive ratings in the top five, their defensive rating is number one. Um, one thing I felt like they got better at all year is just the identity of how they're gonna score points and win games. I think that got really, really, Defined, And I think the most important thing is everybody on the team understands what the, what the objective is, what their place is, their role. And that's a big piece of what Coach Snyder did was define roles and give guys uh, like Jordan Clarkson a ton of freedom to go do what he does. So excited. Congratulations to everybody involved. Ryan Smith and his first year as owner. Um, you know, I know the, the front office has just done unbelievably good job of putting this team together and then the coaching staff and the players for, for getting it done.
1: All right, uh, we want to say thank you to Lock and Boone. Uh, Great work from those two, as always. Uh, Thanks to Andrew Sorensen, our broadcast assistant tonight. Thanks to Alex Lumberg, executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Thank you, Lundy. By the way, quick plug, catch Lundy on the Saturday show on Saturdays from noon to 2 alongside our boy Jay Catch. They debuted the show yesterday. How'd it go? Uh, You know, for a first time on the other side of the glass from where I'm at right now. Uh I thought it went decent, you know. I mean Found your keys, got
3: here. (laughs) So that was an improvement on the day before. Oh, good. All right. Noon
1: to two on Saturday. Our boy, Lundy. Good job, Lundy. Big thanks to him. Thanks to Mark Miller Subaru, uh, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. They, of course, are the title sponsor of the post-game show.
3: Thank you, Tim Lacombe. Thank you, buddy. buddy. What a great year. A lot of great food, a lot of wins. And um, I'm geared up for the playoffs. I can't wait. Quick uh, quick plug, by the way, on a, in, we'll, we'll roll out all sorts of good stuff for our playoff coverage.
1: But uh, one thing I can mention, um, uh, when we're wrapping up this show, uh, playoff game one, we'll be handing it over to Austin Horton, who will uh, uh, be doing um, uh, a kind of a post-post game show, a, call, uh, a call-in show. Uh, jazz overtime. We've done it for several years, and Austin's back,
3: and he's going to do it again this year. i got to work on my voices for the drive home. I can call in and,
1: <laughs> and give <your laughs> thoughts. have a conversation with Austin. Talk to Austin. You know what? It's awesome that Austin does it because he's signing up for a lot of late oh, nights because, you know, in the in the playoffs, we, we get stuck with those. Actually, usually they're 830 games, or they used to be 830 games. I'm liking this 8 o'clock stuff much better. If that uh, if that stays, that wouldn't break my heart, but a lot of late nights for Austin coming up, but it'll be great. It'll so be worth it. Playoff overtime. Uh Jazz overtime coming back for the playoffs this year. But your final, the Jazz beat the Kings. They wrap up the number 1 seed in the Western Conference. 121 to 99 is your final. Jazz finished the season at 52 and 20. We don't know exactly when our next broadcast will be. Likely Sunday, possibly Saturday. But again, likely Sunday because I don't think they'd make uh, the playing guys turn around and play the next day. So likely our next broadcast is Sunday. But, of course, uh, all of the Jazz playoff basketball can be heard right here on the Jazz Radio Network.